What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only Ace Witch, aka Mr. Deep Throat. <laughs> Without the glizzies, though. Without keep the glizzies out my mouth, though. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, episode uh, 160. Damn. Getting up there. As you could tell, I I think I'm just going to have to live with this. It's just uh, maybe where I'm at now is just off balance or the desk is off balance. I think it's level. I don't know. Maybe it's just the centrifugal force. <laughs> the centrifugal force of enigma uh, niggatry that uh is <laughs> keeps attracting this mic to me or something. I don't know. So ah uh, well. Maybe maybe I'll find a solution, who knows? But um yeah. So uh some minor housekeeping while we're at it. Um, I have decided, uh, to start it next week, go bi-weekly, uh, for this podcast. So essentially every other week. So I guess when you break that down even further, uh, twice a month, yeah, twice a month, you'll get this podcast. So, uh, a couple reasons I did that, decided to do that is to, to, um, ensure content to discuss. Um, I know in some cases there, it tends to be a slow news week. Um, but at least that also just ensures that, uh, there is at least a show worthwhile to, uh, have in that respect. Also just more time for myself. (laughs) At least, uh, it's been a grind these past, what few weeks, well, before I moved and had that little hiatus that, um, think it's time to uh slow it down a bit um give myself time to smell flowers if i want to do that you know um any other devious stuff i guess i'd want to do i don't know but um those are really the biggest biggest reasons may possibly make some exceptions down the line maybe like for worthwhile big events maybe like e3 or things like that but at least for now Starting next week, um, we'll, we'll do a bi-weekly thing. So 
will not be an episode next week, but the week after and then, you know, off and on essentially. So, um, I think I have to update some things in regards to that in terms of the cadence, but just an FYI on uh, that respect. Um, yeah. So, um, other than that, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, outside of that do have a good, 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 great show for you today. Um, of course, Evo 2022 happened. So definitely have a lot to talk about that amongst other miscellaneous things, uh, to talk about. So, um, yeah, without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Uh, first topic of discussion. I'm sorry about my, my, my beard rubbing again. <laughs> oh God, my beard rubbing against the mic. It just, this mic won't, won't stay still. Um, so yeah, Evo 2022, oh no, Evo 20, yeah, 2020, 2022 happened, uh, this past weekend. Um, I caught a little bit of it, um, just spouts here and there, um, mainly came, showed up for the finals. I caught at least the end of, uh, Tekken seven top eight, and then, uh, pretty much, uh, the majority of, uh, street fighter five top eight. So pretty much everything else I pretty much missed out on, but, um, at least the highlights for me for sure was, um, that was some good ass tech. And at least what I saw knee well-deserved win, um, getting that number one spot with, with the, with the, with the mother, with the mother fang fang way, just put, just showing them, showing them up. Um, and then con, which was, uh, who was second place, which is interesting. Um, who was a fellow person from, uh, Pakistan who presumably, at least to my understanding, uh, you know, uh, sparred with, uh, Arslan Ash, who was the previous Tekken seven, uh, Evo champion from last year, uh, that, um, now, uh, got the third place spot. So, uh, you love to see it now having, uh, some Pakistan representation, um, you know, um, in regards to, uh, Evo, which is, you love to see it. You love to see a new diverse culture there. Uh, at least for street fighter five. Um, that was a good ass street fighter five shouts out to IDOM repping USA. Um, I, I believe maybe the highest, the highest USA player to have ranked in a traditional street fighter game or more recent street fighter game. I want to say, um, so shouts out to Idom. Um, man, he, he had a, that was a pretty good lore. I have to say his lore is pretty, pretty goddamn deceiving. Um, against Kawano who had not Kieran or was it Kieran? Damn it. Not Kieran. It's got a, Oh, um, Colleen, Colleen, the ice girl, I think so. Um, it's pretty good matchups there. Um, but yeah, overall, man, some good ass, some good ass fight. And I didn't miss a lot of the other tournaments. Um, 
heard like a 17 year old, a 17 year old won the Mortal Kombat 11 uh, tournament, um, which is crazy. Scorpion Prox, I believe from Chile. Um, shouts out, shouts out. But of course, the other big, uh, big, um, you know, attraction appeal to uh, Evo, of course, is the announcements. So uh, let's get into some of those. Uh, first and foremost, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, not not, not how you expect, though. Um, MVC2 was announced uh, for the arcade one-up machine. Um, and I think it includes all the previous games as well, like uh, the original MVC, uh, Marvel vs. Marvel Super Heroes, um, Marvel, Marvel versus Street Fighter, um, X-Men versus Street Fighter, um, X-Men Children of Adam, X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. Ooh, that's not that scene. I don't think that's that SNES game. That would be dope if it was, but, uh, Marvel superheroes in war of gems, uh, pre-orders go live next month for a smooth $599. <laughs> hey, if you got it, if you got it, um, persona Four arena, Ultimax, uh, announced a uh, rollback net code update. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Atlas let listen to fan feedback and committed to adding Robotnik code for Persona 4 Arena Ultimax earlier this year. After a while of silence, they dropped the reveal that uh, Ultimax's Robotnik update is now available for PlayStation and PC players. So I think they announced it uh, initially when the game was announced, um, but didn't necessarily reveal the date when uh, that update was going to come to Steam and PS4. But alas... It has arrived. Um, Umbracore. I'm trying to remember what this was. This was announced. Oh, this looks kind of cool. Cool. So like a 2.5 D fighting game, um, set in what feels like a, uh, Victorian esque period. I guess their keyword is a uh, fantasy. I mess with it. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, um, apparently after that set or no, before the set, because I know it was pretty late. Um, they announced uh season two roadmap as well as the first character who is, uh, Bridget, I think. Yeah. Bridget. So that's cool. As well as, uh, you know, the confirmation of a whole new season. Um, you love to see it. Uh, cross play for King of Fighters 15 and rollback for Samurai Showdown. Um, I think those were two very highly requested features that have a last, um, are being granted. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think, I think roll, uh, cross play specifically is going to be very essential, especially for fighting games in terms of, you know, increasing the longevity and, um, player, uh, player community and whatnot to, uh, you know, ensure long lasting support for, uh, for that game. You know what I mean? So that's always a great thing as well as roll back. Everybody, <laughs> Oprah, you get roll back and you get roll back and you get roll back. It's good that people, you know, 
<laughs> guys, we've heard you. Rollback is coming for literally everything that you can think of. Um, what else? A new character for Skullgirls, Marie. Uh, the final DLC character coming um, to second Encore season pass. Um, multiverses. Uh, season one row map. They announce any other characters? Uh, no, I think they announced the ranked online mode and classic arcade mode. I don't think that was necessarily revealed yet. I think LeBron James was known previously before this. Um, a couple miscellaneous costumes. Uh, another big announcement, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters uh, getting rolled back net code, but with a slight caveat, which is um, it is only for the next gen versions of the game um, where they announced PlayStation 5 and Xbox, Xbox uh, sex versions as well as PC. So um I think there's an upgrade path if you have a PS4 version and uh, Xbox One version. I'm, I'm I'm guessing you have to pay like a minor fee to to uh, upgrade. Let me double check. I don't know if maybe they have the details regarding that. Yeah, we do plan to provide you with upgrade paths through an upgrade program. So yeah, probably something if uh previous games are any indication probably like 10 10 20 bucks maybe to upgrade your uh, ps4 version to ps5 and you know accordingly with the xbox family as well so maybe pc players are eaten to an extent even though i think generally uh pc no nah, i can't even say that uh, i I'm, i would assume pcs and probably in the same boat as consoles when it comes to the net code but hey Finally getting rolled back. You get rolled back. And you get rolled back. Everybody gets rolled back. Everybody gets your rolled back. What? <laughs> uh, stupid. Um, I think they also confirmed that um, Fighter Z is the end of, uh, reached the end of their content. So uh, content, content support is officially ended after four years. Uh, developers aren't planning any more patches either. So guess, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the 20 Goku's and 10 Gohan's, uh, you know, Hey, it's, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, Hey, you gotta, you gotta figure something out. <laughs> and the funny part, I feel like I don't think I'm that far off either. I think there's like literally literally that amount of variants of, of Goku and um, <laughs> 10 fucking Goku's that is, I don't know why that ki that kills me inside, but it's, it's, it's hilarious. Um, team Samurai and uh, the first of season two characters have been announced, uh, were announced for King of Fighters 15. Um, the first two characters for season two are Shingo Yabuki plus Kim Kapwan. My boy Kim. It's good to see him back. I was a, I was a Kim fan back in the day, obviously, as you can tell. Um, so they'll be released in early 2023. And then, of course, the uh, team team uh, Samurai Showdown, which consists of 
uh how how maru uh nakururu uh darley darley dagger you know right <laughs> of course you know um so i believe i don't think they announced when they were coming specifically let me double check that double check of that uh think well they I guess they they used the blanket date of uh what year 2023 so yeah I guess there's really no definitive date so maybe they'll all just it'll, it'll probably be like the samurai team first and then um Shingo and Kim uh at a later date or something like that but apparently all will be released in oh no autumn 2022 for team samurai but I think uh, sometime 2023 for Kim and Shingo. So cool. I dig it. And then along with that, they announced a new Fatal Fury game out of nowhere. Uh, Fatal Fury slash Garo. Cause I think they're technically in relation to each other. I think Garo is like drastically later than Fatal Fury. Um, I want to say, yeah, so that's cool. That is in development. They got they got that that motherfucker Rock Howard with the coat. Show everybody. Hey, hey, I'm back. Well, I never left, but I'm back still. Um, freaking <laughs> they uh fucking fucking Harada. Um, he announced. Well, he uh teased us at least with a trailer. You know, um, showing of course the iconic. Um, dropping of, uh, you know, uh, Kazuya as well as, uh, Heihachi. Um, but you know, they did the very memeable, um, Tekken, Tekken one, uh, FMV where, you know, he drops off Heihachi and he's, uh, does the smile like, mm. <laughs> uh, and then just out of nowhere for like two seconds, they show like, uh, clearly the next Tekken like model of Kazuya doing the, doing the, uh, doing the meme, the meme grin. And then you just get, get ready. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. Arata, what I, what do I get ready for? I don't, what do I get ready? For? What do I get ready for Harada? What, am, what am I getting ready for? Presumably it's Tekken eight. Um, I mean, maybe it could be a Tekken cross street fighter. I don't think that's, that technically hasn't been shot down yet. So there is still hope for that. But uh I'm I'm more on the the line of uh I'm more leaning on Tekken 8 for sure. It's it's time. It's time for new Tekken. Game has what been going on for like 6 years, I think. Which is good. I mean, it's like it it it's a good game, don't get me wrong. So, hey, I mean, if you're going to ride with it, keep riding with it. Um, they also, I think before this, they announced that, um, they're going to receive some additional developer support as well as a new battle update, um, coming August 17th to rebalance the cast and add some new features to the gameplay from what I saw in the, in that trailer, at least one of the interesting, like additions seems to be like, it's like some bounding mechanic or something. 
Well, it's like I think they removed the uh the bouncing mechanic that was in the I think the the previous update and now it's some weird interesting state. It's hard to describe. I want to see it again. Yeah, it's like they bounce off the the wall now, but then they stagger uh like on their knee, which I think in any other scenario or at least before the uh, this update that's going to come out you would just bounce off the wall i think depending on the move and the properties of said moves or whatever so that's kind of cool yeah that's an interesting dynamic it doesn't it it, it definitely is hard to kind of decipher from the trailer but it's definitely something something fairly drastic it seems like so that's cool. Um, and then uh, after Street Fighter V's uh, finals, they announced um, two new characters. Well, at least one character that we did fairly know about, um, Kimberly, who was like heavily teased and like secluded in some of the screenshots or I think uh, some steals from the previous trailers. Um, so Kimberly uh, looks pretty dope. She's like, I guess a student of um guy from Final Fight, which is dope, like a black ninja. Okay, all right, Kimberly. All right, uh, I can see all the my my ninja jokes now. My 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 nick my nick my, my ninja my nigga ninja my nigga ninja. That, that I kind of I kind of dig that actually. That's actually kind of cool. Um, everybody can't say that though. Let's let's keep that. Let's keep make that clear. Um. So yeah, uh, Kimberly, she looks pretty cool. She like does some combos with some spray paint and, you know, got the attributes of a uh, guy's moves as well as probably a little bit of, um, uh, Zaku, I believe Zaku could be wrong, but, and then of course, um, um, this is important, uh, oh, foot, foot fetishes, reunite, reunite, reunite. I repeat. Foot fetishes reunite. Um, <laughs> you got what you wanted for sure. Cause a, a jury who of course is, I guess foot fetishes dreams um, has been, has been announced. Uh, she definitely, <laughs> they know what they are doing, especially with her um, just the angles and all that. They like, yeah, Hey, Hey, we, we going right for the jugular with them foot fetish people. So, there you go. You know, she was doing the foot things and, you know, she do the, do the ultimate or critical or whatever you call it. I forgot whatever it is in this game. She be, she rub she rubs her feet on, on the dude's chin and then kicks him. I mean, it's like, what more could you want? What more could you want? I'm just foot fetishes be, that's all I'm going to say. Um, other than that, she looks, pretty much similar to five from what I at least could tell. I mean, I, I would assume there's definitely some changes, but at least from the surface level, it seemed like she's uh, more of the same. So, uh, and I think I already un said that Bridget uh, was the first character there. Nothing else was revealed after that. And that was pretty much it for Evo 2022. Uh, at least from what I've, what I saw from the footage or the, uh, matches and stuff. Um, 
I'd say it's a for for uh, an event that that was like in a hiatus for like three years since the pandemic. Um, it was a pretty impressive event from somebody at least looking from home and, you know, having not attended the event. It was uh, it seemed pretty, pretty dope. Seemed like a pretty strong comeback. Everybody was rallying together to support each other uh, in the FGC. Um, and it seemed like everybody was uh, coming back in full force. Of course, everybody was masked properly from what I saw. Um, yeah, it seemed like they were doing everything right. Uh, th- this transition, considering all the controversy with Evo, at least, uh, you know, specifically the, the general manager and the whole like, um, controversies with the, you know, um, uh, what was it? I think it was like abuse, abuse and, uh, abuse allegations or whatever. So it's definitely good to see Evo come back fully strong and, you know, uh, what felt like seamlessly in terms of like, you know, just in, in regards to just the coordination and the, um, I don't know, just the feel and vibe of evil seems to, to have been unscathed, which, uh, you love to see. Cause I mean, this is definitely a very special event. I, I appreciate, you know, whenever I can watch it and I'm not distracted by, uh, the recent move and stuff. Um, so you love to see it community rallying together, having a revival like this, uh, you love to see it. So good job, Evo, you're back, you're back in action. You're back. Like you never left, you know, um, that being said, we'll go ahead and move on. Next topic of discussion. Uh, the monster hunter digital event happened, uh, earlier this week. Um, basically talked about details of the free titled update one, uh, for monster hunter rise sunbreak. Um, at least, uh, some of the additions is, uh, of course the, the four, the, 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 the number four is always seems to be key with all uh, monster hunter and a lot of the, a lot of the previous games and is no different nowadays. So. Uh, they call at least the specific ones here, the four forlorn, um, at least according to the Capcom site four forlorn fan favorites. So we got the silver wrath. <laughs> I want to say Rathian and Rathalos, silver Rathalos and the gold Rathian, uh, making a comeback. Um, yeah, they both debuted in monster hunter portable third. And have appeared in multiple monster games. I think the latest one was generations. I want to say so making a triumphant return. They definitely seem to have some new attacks when I, after watching a the trailer, they got, they got some new tricks up their sleeves for sure. So that's going to be fun <laughs> to deal with. Um, got lucid Narga Kuga, uh, which is basically a variant of Narga Kuga that, uh, Jesus, that that could freaking um, cloak itself, and basically, you know, uh, basically Narcacuga with uh, the Camellios properties, where it can turn invisible, and that just sounds like a horrible time. <laughs> a Narcacuga that is invisible just does not sound fun. Um, uh, I mean, definitely, I'm interested to try it out. Um, 
It also has poison attributes where I guess it does this poison rain attack, which that sounds annoying as hell. Uh, get them potions or antidotes ready. Um, yeah, apparently the it refracts moonlight using its distinctive blight white fur to uh, cloak itself. That's supposedly how it does it. That's cool. Um, of course, seething beagle goose, be beazle goose, beazle juice. Um, what do they show of him? Seething beagle, beagle, <laughs> as a tongue twister. Seething beagle goose, seething beagle goose, seething beagle <laughs> goose. Uh, explosive scales are always active. It can also enter an even more powerful state where it sees with increased rage and begin uh, showering the ground with explosively dangerous scales, which it seems like just the general, the default Bezo Goose, but at like 20 times the, the level of ferocity, which, you, hey, this is this is end game stuff. You know, if you ain't ready by then, I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, then a new arena called Forlorn Arena, which uh, presumably is going to be mainly for these uh, additional monsters as well as probably other uh, quests. Um, I guess this was a previous locale. It definitely looks like similar to one of the locales from Generations, Generations Ultimate for sure. So new armor sets, of course, with the new monsters. Uh, and then they are apparently expanding the end game, which I've admittedly have yet to get to. I've barely touch the surface of the new content actually myself, but, um, by beating these afflicted monsters, um, and I guess afflicted monsters are kind of like, if you play it like generations, ultimate, uh, apex or hyper monsters where they're essentially, um, the general monsters, but they have this ang um, more aggro like uh, spin on them. So they're more, um, frequent in, in attacking and, not as much <laughs> rest periods or I don't even, I don't even think they get tired necessarily like compared to uh, the traditional monsters. So that's going to be challenging. Um, so new anomaly research quests, um, and current version, version 10 monster Horizon some big new anomaly <laughs> anomaly quests are introduced up until a four, which is unlocked at master rank 50. Uh, the, the version 11 update will add new a five rank anomaly quests, which brings in a new set of afflicted monsters like Luna Garon, Mitsuzune and other powerful monsters. Some of these new monsters, a five rank will be unlocked via anomaly investigations, which is the biggest part of the new update to anomaly research quests. So essentially it's like a random, it seems like attributes of monster Hunter worlds, um, I forgot what it's called. The, the new locale that combines like pretty much all the other worlds into a world that like you essentially upgrade in each area or something like that, that it seems to be attributes taken from that put in here. But, um, anomaly investigations is a new quest system where the quest conditions like target monster or cow and number of players are all decided at random. So yeah, somewhat of a random attribute. If you just, just don't have <laughs> you just dying for some challenge 
after all of the previous said stuff. Um, yeah, also they're set at a level which determines the strength of the monster and the types of rewards you can receive for defeating them. Those rewards will open up new upgrades for your weapons and armor. So then they go to curious, <laughs> curious with a Q, uh, you know, of course, obviously crafting, uh, with new challenging monsters and question way, you're going to want to any advantage you get. So curious crafting is a way to strengthen your weapons and armor even further beyond their current state. And yes, it's pronounced the word curious. <laughs> I had, to, I had to make sure that. I had to make sure you knew that for sure. So definitely a lot of uh, end game variability here to, uh, you know, if you want to put thousands of hours into this, which a lot of people actually will. Um, you can do different augmentations using material money, things like that. Uh, Anomaly Research Lab seems to be within the same ilk of the curious stuff. Uh, new materials be useful for curious crafting. Uh, stopping end game features. We're adding a number of anomaly monsters, blah, blah, blah. So I guess this is a way to get um, unique items that can only be used for curious crafting, I'm guessing. Yeah. So basically to further um, buff up that uh, more event quests. Event quests are coming on August 18th. They'll each week they'll debut a new event quest with different conditions to tackle. And then there's dual threat event quests where basically uh, you literally just hunt two monsters at the same time, specifically uh, Silver Rathalos and Gold Rathian at the same time. Which that sounds like that sounds like a bad time. That sounds like a bad time. But uh, good luck with that. Of course, other miscellaneous DLC uh, items like uh, clothes and gesture sets and uh, voices of uh, some of the characters like in the game and stuff. So pretty, pretty uh, meaty update. Have to say pretty meaty update. I'm looking forward to well, when I can at least get to it, it released uh, August 10th. So yesterday, technically, um, but looks pretty, pretty, pretty good. Looks pretty good. Give me some more of that mouse hunter, you know. Uh, moving on. Um, of course, we got some delays. Uh, first, uh, delay that uh dropped. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns delayed um until twenty twenty three will launch within a 2023 fiscal year, which is, uh, that is generally before the end of March 31st, 2023. So somewhere in that time frame, uh, this game should release, but at least for sure, not this year. Um, take your time, take your time. Um, this definitely has a lot of potential to be a really dope game. Um, I'm definitely, it's definitely on my radar at least. So, um, yeah, I think it probably just needs some more time in the oven, get some of these, um, stellar cast characters, uh, good to go. Um, but I think they can do it. I think they can do it alongside that, uh, river city girls, uh, delayed will no longer arrive, uh, in the West, uh, in 
summer 2022. So, but they didn't give any other date um, outside of that. So it seems like it will at least release before the end of this year, but we don't know when. And that seems to be the case with like some of these indie games um, where they, you know, probably ironing out the final moments of it. And I think because there isn't that whole pressure to get a physical release out um, that uh, I think they get that flexibility to release it. But again, take your time. Take, take your, your time. time. <laughs> so um, cool. Of course, we got Elden Ring patch notes. I always love seeing what they change with this game. I've yet to replay it, but I definitely plan to come back at some point. So major changes, including the laser update. Um, they added the function to send summoning signs to summoning pools in multiple areas, including distant areas. So that I could definitely see the utilization for that where, you know, you're trying to help people or whatever, and, you know, put, put one by millennia's place, of course, and then, you know, put another in, um, another boss area. So you get the flexibility of not being idle the whole time, which is pretty dope. So that's cool. That seems to be a huge jump. When you think about it, considering that, I don't think you were necessarily able to do that in previous games at all. Um, it was just your refined strict restricted to one specific area where you can send some of the pools. So the potential there is looks pretty great. Looks pretty great. Um, when sending a co-op sign to this areas with this function, so many pools in Mogwin palace will be excluded. So I assume there's some, <laughs> it's probably some exploit being uh, omitted there. Uh, function and invade a larger, including distant areas. Added a way to advance White Man's Fair's quest line. Balance changes. I, <laughs> this is going to make some people uh, people salty or or uh, excited. They uh, It seems like they made buffs to the Great Sword, Curved Sword, Curved Great Sword, and Great Hammers. Reduce time it takes to, for rolling to become possible after an attack. So presumably, oh, jump attack, dual wheel attack, and attacks while mounted are not included. Okay. So at least a little bit of a buff in terms of being able to hit faster after rolling. I think that, that I think that's warranted. Uh, increase most of speed of strong attack and charge attacks. Mount attacks not included. Increase guard counters motion speed. Uh, increase the attack speed of great axes and reduce time it takes to rolling to become possible after attack. So similar to the great swords and whatnot. Increase rolling distance when player has a light equipped load. Increase the hitbox of Cypher Pata's weapon skill unblockable blade. Increase the range of Ash War Glintstone Pebble and glintstone dark projectile when decreasing the damage and stagger power decrease the travel distance and invincibility frames ash war bloodhound step while adding the changes below oh yeah i heard i heard blood bloodhound step was pretty pretty op reduced performance when used continuously <laughs> that that hurts increased travel distance and went on light equipped load well that's that's kind of a buff i guess um 
Shorten, shorten the activation interval interval when using quick step skill in, in succession. Increase an ability to circle around enemy when locked on and add the changes below. Reduce performance when used continuously. Increase travel distance when on light equip blow up. That seems fair. It's a little bit of a, uh, a, a nerf and buff. I can see that. Especially like the lava pit area. You know what I'm talking about if you played it. Uh, decrease the damage and bleed buildup of weapon skill corpse piler when hit with the blood attack. When the when hit by the blade, the damage is only decreased slightly. Uh, decrease the target tracking ability of sorcery stars or ruins. So cool. Then uh, you know that amongst other miscellaneous bug fixes. Um, yeah, nothing necessarily that stands out worth mentioning that I see. Oh. Uh, Fixed bug, which caused the player to receive less HP recovery from incantations and items other than flasks of crimson tears when activating the effect of Millennia's Great Room. Oh, I thought I, I remember there was some issue with Millennia where it, it seemed like a bug where you couldn't necessarily heal, but I think that was actually her her like gimmick in terms of a, a boss fight strategy. So, okay, cool. Pretty, pretty decent update. Seemed fair, pretty fair yeah, from what I've seen. I may have missed the 0.5 one. I'm not sure what changed since then. I think I, I, uh, I caught up on four, but didn't, didn't know about five. So cool. I respect it. I respect it sooner or later. I'm gonna uh, be ready to ready to die again. <laughs> sooner or later, I'm gonna be ready to die again. Uh, next topic of discussion. Um, this is pretty interesting. I think, uh, apparently keyword, apparently supposedly, um, Sony is blocking games from going to game, uh, Xbox game pass. So this was via an interview regarding, yeah, some Brazilian regulators, um, so Microsoft argued to Brazilian regulators that Call of Duty was not an essential game series while Sony protested that it was in the latest episode of the Activision Blizzard acquisition drama going down in Brazil. Microsoft accused the PlayStation manufacturer of trying to inhibit growth of Game Pass. So Microsoft has been trying to convince regulatory agencies around the world that its acquisition of Activision Blizzard is not unfair to its competitors within the game industry now is spotted by the verge claiming that Sony pays developers not to put their games on Xbox makers, uh, subscription service, uh, quote, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding game pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Microsoft claimed in an August 9th, 9th filing, Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to game pass and other competing subscription services. So I think that's still, uh, up for debate, but I mean, I could see it. Sony trying to, yeah, prohibit one of the biggest, um, advantages that it does have over PlayStation to, you know, clearly like ensure, you know, their 
<laughs> I guess domination in terms of the gaming market. Um, that makes, that does make sense that like, you know, cause like, at least for me personally, from my angle, you know, Hey, if uh, a new indie game is coming out, I, I generally assume it's probably going to come on game pass. And you know, if I, of the two choices, like my game pass subscription versus PlayStation plus or whatever, I'm like, I think I'm gonna go with uh Xbox. I'm gonna go with Xbox cause it's free. Well, quote unquote free. If you subscribed, um, that, uh, yeah. So I could definitely see PlayStation trying to get in the way of that and, uh, you know, trying to prohibit like, uh, well, I believe the main focus is towards indie developers since that seems to be generally the majority of, uh, a lot of games that do make it to game pass at least day one, if not, you know, like at a later date, but, um, it definitely seems feasible. It was something else regarding that. Um, and I guess, I mean, with the disclaimer that is specifically in Brazil, but I mean, you can easily, you know, um, assume that this is, this applies to a lot of other locales as well. Yeah. Create a variable effect of so I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It seems to be a lot of information regarding it, but, um, at least that's the general, just the basics of it. But I believe it. I could see it. <laughs> no one PlayStation, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty, you know? And it seems like whenever it comes to at least definitely like the cross platform conversations, it seems like PlayStation, if anything is always the last, to, uh, you know, cooperate or join the fun in, uh, cross play that generally I've always seen. Well, it's either generally Xbox and PC or PlayStation and PC that tend to, um, cross play with one another. It's, it's, it's somewhat rare that, you know, PlayStation cooperates with Xbox and they actually cross play amongst each other. What, but of course they, they obviously have in a lot of instances as well with uh Fortnite, Call of Duty, um a lot of other games I can't think of, but uh, it's a decent amount though at the same time. Now if they just get that uh that Discord support, Discord chat support, I think a lot of people would be very satisfied and happy, but maybe that's why they're refraining cuz they don't want <laughs> the, the flexibility of uh you know Microsoft getting somewhat of a advantage of being able to play with the PlayStation community and uh, whatnot. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll probably get some more more details like confirming one or the other that like this actually was a thing or not. So going to be interesting to see developments regarding this this story in particular. So. And with that being said, I think that concludes the news for this week. And you know what? On top of that, really, uh, really haven't, uh, done watched anything substantial, (laughs) uh, outside of, you know, miscellaneous YouTube videos and, um, haven't really played any games. Really. I played maybe some smash 
with some uh, friends last weekend. That was really it. Nothing substantial to talk to you guys about. I've just still been moving and situating stuff. Uh, well, more so situating stuff. Less, well, obviously not moving, but mainly just getting stuff unpacked because it's uh, sometimes I hate it. But I, at the end of the day, it's like I know I love it after the fact, but um, uh, getting stuff hooked up and situated the way I want in particular, which it does pay off like after everything is said and done. But geez, the time it takes time and patience it takes is is of a demanding nature that's for sure but at the same time it does pay off you know especially as as a, as a homebody like myself that benefits from it the most um it does pay off so uh well you know <laughs> at least uh next time we meet Hopefully I'll be able to, I will have be able to have played a fair amount of games, but at least as of now, that has not been the case. It's uh, it hurts a bit, you know, when I think about it, cause that is, uh, definitely my go-to. Um, but, uh, the payoff will be worth it. I know, I know the payoff will be worth it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, but yeah, outside of that, that will, <laughs> actually conclude episode 160 of switches sites. Um, again, uh, we are going to be switching to a, a bi-weekly format now. So, uh, we'll be no episode next week, but the week after, and then, uh, that cadence going forward. So yeah, you got that. Um, outside of that, Thank you guys for watching. Um, if you want to watch this podcast live, you can watch it on Twitch TV slash safe switch. You can also catch the archive of this podcast on youtube.com slash safe switch. Also feel free to like rate, subscribe on your favorite podcasts and platforms. Uh, five stars is greatly appreciated. If I, if you think I deserve it. Um, yeah. Until next time y'all get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. safe.